right. You can go ahead and have a seat real quick. I'm going to introduce the Wolf family. They're going to do our Advent reading for the day. Uh, at the branches, we've been celebrating Advent through this entire month, uh, and today we're going to have them do our last reading for us. To a people longing for hope and yearning for deliverance, the prophet Isaiah declared, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness on them, light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 2, and 6. Tonight we come seeking hope, peace, joy, and love, and we find these things in a child. God made flesh as a baby in a manger, a baby who was both the beginning and the end of our salvation, who dwells with us even now, our Emmanuel, God with us. We live as people in the in-between who celebrate the arrival of the light that shines in lost and broken places as we wait for the day when we will live in the fullness of God's kingdom. We light these candles as signs of our shocking hope, our just peace, our fierce joy, the love that transforms us, and Jesus Christ, our wondrous light. May the light burning in our hearts guide us, comfort us, protect us, and tend us in all seasons and circumstances, reminding us that day and night, in the light and in the darkness, God is with us. Our salvation has come. Amen. Awesome. Will you pray with me right now? God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you so much that you came into this world, that you have given us life, and that you've given us light, and that you've given us love. And Lord, as we come here right now, we just ask that our hearts are open to receive from you and nothing else. There is a lot going on, but right now in this moment, all we want to hear are your words. All we want to do is find peace in you. And all we want more than anything in this world is to know that we have a Savior who loves us, who restores us, and who makes us new. So, Lord, I pray right now that my words be yours and the meditations of my heart be filled with your Holy Spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. While I love Christmas, it is an exciting season for me. I just love everything about it, and it is absolutely just a great, great time. And when I think about how the excitement, there's so much going on, and I reflect a lot on my childhood. And one of the things that I reflect on in my childhood is just I remember being, um, I remember being probably middle school age of some kind, and uh, we were in a house that was new to us, and we were getting excited, and and I just remember all the different things, right? And some of you have gone through these already going to choir concerts or going to band concerts and going to sporting events and all of these things and it just becomes a really full and exciting season and watching Christmas specials and you want all of that stuff going on and I remember this because I love this Christmas present that I received and the thing was was that on Christmas morning we opened up our presents and the build-up was amazing it was so fun and I liked what I got but then all of a sudden one of the presents one of the final presents that we opened up were just ping pong paddles and ping pong balls like and there's that's exciting if you need a paddle or a balls but we didn't have a ping pong table and I was like this is great thanks and it was our last present and I didn't sure wasn't sure what was going on and then my dad said you need to walk out to the sunroom and that time the sunroom my parents later finished it out too many details but you get them so anyway and so 
I walked out and I looked to my right and in a huge box, because ping pong tables aren't small, right? In a huge box, there was the ping pong table, right? And I say this because there's so much excitement often in this Christmas season that we can walk past and also miss some of the biggest things going on, right? All Christmas season long, I walk past one of my favorite presents of all time, right? I walked past it and I didn't know it was there. So I would hate for you to go through this season of Christmas and miss out on the most exciting thing ever. And that is Jesus coming into this world, a savior coming into this world and making us so, so new in him. It's beautiful. And what I also love about Christmas is that it's just a lot of emotions, right? I mean, I'm watching It's a Wonderful Life and George Bailey and oh my gosh, and uh, tears are coming down my eyes. Every time Linus starts to speak in in, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, I get choked up. And even this year, Home Alone is just becoming more and more of one of my favorites. I'm just getting like choked up as as the family comes back together. And it's it's just a season filled with emotions, right? And those are good emotions. We have happy emotions as we watch our kids and our nieces and our nephews grow up and our grandkids. It's fun and it's full. And then there's also the other emotions where we remember, we remember who's not with us anymore. And so we can get wrapped up into all of it and we can carry all of those emotions over when we hear the nativity story. And we can quickly turn it into just a warm, cozy story because it's true, like a little baby, like, like, right, I mean a little baby and a silent night and all this stuff and it feels nice and it feels good. But the reality is, is I want us to understand it. I want us to think about what happened on that Christmas morning when Jesus was born into this world and what was going on. And so I want to read in 1 John, 1 John, John's version of the Christmas story. And so I would encourage you to listen right now. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, This was proclaimed concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Now this isn't the the most normal Christmas Eve uh, passage to listen to, but it's the passage that, that John chose to write to us to help us understand at a deeper level what Christmas is all about. That we can get our emotions all wrapped up into it, but John sort of writes down four profound truths for us as we look at this passage. And the first one is this. When he says the word of life, he's saying salvation by grace. I love this. Salvation by grace. When Jesus comes into this world, we can receive salvation. Now, I've been able over the years to have lots of conversations with lots of people. And when people find out I'm a pastor, they want to bring out theology. And I just love it. And a lot of times what people tell me, they say, well, why, why can't I just be a good person to have eternal life? And I listen to them and I understand. But there's great pressure in just being a good person, right? Right? Because you're always striving, and you're always wondering, am I good enough? 
How am, I, how am I doing today? And there's the things that can happen is that you can become someone who is so consumed with self because you're just worried all the time. There's also the other side of it where you can become proud. You can become proud and you say, look at me, I am good enough for everything. But what we begin to see in this Christmas story is that Jesus came so we didn't have to do it on our own, but that God came to be with us, to shower his love upon us, and to give us his unending grace. That no matter what, we have God's grace that we can lean into and fall into. And it is by that grace, it is not by the works that we do, but it's by the grace of God that we can have a relationship with Jesus. And that's why Jesus came into this world. So if you're tired of trying to figure it all out on your own, Christmas is for you. Christmas is for you. You can have salvation in Jesus. What a beautiful thing that is. The second thing is this, is fellowship with God, right? Fellowship with God, we see that. It says we come together. We are a fellowship with each other. It is God cho choosing to be with us. We sang earlier in Hark the Herald Angels Sing, right? We sang about God coming into this world veiled in flesh. Charles Wesley wrote that great hymn, and I absolutely love it. And he says this in the hymn. I'll just throw that up there. We're reminded, veiled in flesh the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with man to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. That is amazing, right? Good job, C-Dub. Anyway, he also came up with a network later. No, I'm joking. Just rewrote a few hymns. He's been dead a long time. He doesn't know what TV is. But anyway, but it's veiled in flesh. Think about that. God, fully divine, enters into this world that he created because he didn't want to create in Baal. Instead, he created to come and live amongst us and be with us. And he veiled himself in flesh through his son, Jesus. God became incarnate on this day, and God is with us. If you are feeling alone this Christmas, Christmas is for you. Christmas is about God choosing to be with you right now. That is amazing to me. The third thing is this, this profound truth. We're, we're, we want to find truth in this life, and there is an absolute truth. Christmas is the reminder of that. And we have salvation by grace. We have fellowship with God. And then we understand that the truth is this. Love matters. Love really, really matters. John is trying to get this across. John, I often call him as the disciple of love because he wants to convey this to us all. Love matters. And this is the thing, what we see at Christmas. It is not this love that like the chemistry goes off in our minds and we're like, ooh, let's go out on the floor and dance or the rom-com or all that kind of love. It is simply just this. It is a divine love. If you are wanting to understand what genuine and true love, understand the divine love that we have from Jesus. This is a powerful thing. Love really matters to God. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. How beautiful is that? God loves us so much, so, so much. If you are entering into this, world, into this room right now and you're not sure if you are loved, let me just say this. God loves you. Jesus loves you. Christmas is for you. And then the fourth profound truth that I think we find here as John writes it out is that joy happens. 
I'm a pretty big joyful person. I love joy. It is great. I love things that make me happy. I'm just going to say that, right? And the thing is, is that I like to do all these different kind of things. That make, like the Pacers a few weeks ago made me happy. I'm, I'm trying to wonder what's going on now, but they made me happy. And I'm happy to watch that. Uh, uh, I'm not happy with who Otani signed with, but we'll just move on from that. Uh, we'll, we'll just, anyway, but it doesn't matter. But one of the things that I love that makes me happy is I love to travel, right? I love to travel. I love when the wheels hit the ground and we can just go. That moment where you just leave your house, I just start getting a smile on my face. My wife, Krista, always looks at me and says, this is joyful, Alex, I can tell. You know, this is, he's happy. But every vacation that I've ever been on, I've had to come home. You eventually get kicked out of Disney, or you eventually get asked to leave the national park, right? Eventually we have to come home and this happens in our world often, is that we can seek joy and we can desire joy, but it's so fleeting at times, right? We have these moments that pop in here or there, but they don't sustain. The reality is this. When Jesus came into this world, he was coming to bring complete joy to us all. Even the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of sin and shame, Jesus entered in wanting to bring to us all complete joy in the midst of it all, in the highs and the lows and the in-betweens. He wants that. And really the true meaning of Christmas is that God is closing the gap between heaven and earth. Think about that. He's closing the gap. He's closing that gap so that we can have joy. This is the reality for us, though, is that we like to insert things often in that gap to try to make it something that we want it and try to make it something that we wish it could be. But the reality is all we need is Jesus to close the gap for us so that we can taste and see heaven here on earth. That is what happens at Christmas. Jesus wants you to have complete joy in your life. So whatever you are facing, Jesus is big enough. Whatever sin you are struggling with, Jesus is big enough. Whatever obstacle that you think is always in the way of you knowing more, uh, knowing more about God, Jesus is enough. And that is why we celebrate Christmas with absolute joy. And that should put a smile on all of our faces. Because Jesus wants you to have a life that is filled with salvation by grace, fellowship with God, that we know that we are loved because love matters to God, and that joy happens because he fills the gap between heaven and earth for us. In a life that can feel so consumed with darkness, as we reflect on this past year and we've seen rumor or we've seen wars and rumors of wars and we've had our own personal struggles, we step into this Christmas story with our emotions and with our mind wrapped around that Jesus came to bring light in the midst of darkness because he desperately loves you so, so very much and he wants you to know about it. Would you pray with me? Oh God, we thank you for Christmas and we thank you for this season where we are able to just come before you and be amazed. We are amazed that you love us. We are amazed that your grace is so sufficient and we are forever thankful for salvation that we experience through Jesus. This miracle in the manger 
that happen, Lord, is a miracle for our souls to be made right and to be made new. And we are forever thankful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.